Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're going to be starting a new conversation. And what we're talking about is just that feeling that we get a lot of the time, that, that what we experience. And um, it's that of being stuck. Just, you know, when you're, when you're wanting to grow, when you're wanting to improve, when you're wanting to, to change your life, and you just feel like you, you can't, you feel stuck, you feel like you don't have hope, um, you don't have a way forward. And whether you're dealing with um, addiction in all of its various forms, or you're just going through life, and whether it's in a relationship or whether it's with your work, you're just feeling, you're feeling that sense of stuckness, if you will. Um, I hope that this conversation um, is encouraging and helpful. Chances are, um, all of us want to be better, right, than we are today. Chances are you want to be better than we are today or than you are today. I want to be better than where I am today. We're, we're constantly surrounded with people that uh, they want to be better than the place in which they find themselves. But what happens is we find ourselves stuck. We feel stuck. We have this sense that we can't get to a different place than where we currently are. And we keep going back to the places that we don't like. This could be a thought pattern. It could be unwanted emotions. It could be behaviors we don't like. It could just be the pattern of our life. Chances are we want to be somewhere other than where we are, but we find ourselves stuck and we keep going back to the places we don't want. And so today I just want to riff on this idea of of feeling stuck. And I think stuck kind of shows up in a few different ways. It shows up in a lot of ways, but I'll just highlight maybe three three ways we notice it in our lives. Just a sense of hopelessness, first of all. Right? When when I'm hopeless, I feel like there's no other way. Um, whatever the problem is or whatever the situation I find myself in that I want to change, I just feel like there's no other way. And so I'm hopeless. No, I'm lacking hope. And we've talked about hope previously in the podcast the importance of it. Secondly, I think we get into a space where we're extremely judgmental. Definitely of others, but 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 mostly probably more significantly of ourselves. We and what judgmental kind of how how I'm defining that is just a preoccupation with what isn't there. We look at ourselves and we notice all the things that are lacking and and we can't quite see maybe any of the good all of us have good in us. All of us have potential. All of us have skills. But when we're in this space of feeling stuck, we're just hyperjudgmental and all we can see is what isn't. The third and last thing I want to focus on just to just to kind of think about what what it feels like to be stuck is just the sense of dread. I just I just call it dread. Because if I'm hopeless and I'm hyperjudgmental, there's just this cloud that hangs over me that's kind of just this feeling of all is lost and some people might might the word depression might come to mind but i i didn't want to use the word depression because i don't want to classify this necessarily clinically i want to just just all of us have these moments where we're stuck we feel hopeless we feel judgmental and there's this sense of just all is lost you know there's dread there's i'm this isn't going to go anywhere why am i here well what's the point that kind of sentiment. So all, I think a lot of us, whether we're there now or whether we might find our, we've been there in the past, 
we're going to struggle with it in the future for sure. But it's this sense of, of being stuck. And I think what I want to just chat about today is, is the fact that I do believe there's a way out. Anytime someone is stuck, that there, that there's a way, that there's a way out, that there's a way forward. And there's a couple there. Well, there's four things I want to focus on. Um, when we think about finding a way out just to keep it really simple and really straightforward and hopefully really helpful. But, um, like we typically do, we did, we didn't do any preparation for this and, and you just, you just came into this zoom call, um, dealing with some pretty heavy stuff and I just pushed record. So that kind of setting up this conversation, Austin, (laughs) is there anything that comes to mind for you when we think about just being stuck? Um, I think that the first thing that pops in my head is, uh, I think we're all familiar with it, but I think just being able to identify saying like, man, I'm being able to say out loud that I am stuck or that I feel trapped, um, in a specific situation, it's just not going to get any better. Um, that's what, I think that's what's standing out different, differently to me that um i can tell when somebody's healthy when they do get in that rut in life that they're able to say and believe that like it is going to change this is not forever this is a season yeah yeah and and i and i've been using this language just with myself just as i've been kind of conceptualizing it um this language of being stuck um instead of like depressed or mm just these stronger words, because I feel like a lot of times the stronger words like depression and suicide and all these, we, we tend to think like you only need to go to a counselor when you, when you, when you feel really extreme bad things. I don't think that's true. I think what I'm, what, what I've been really thinking in my head is, you know, cause I'm coaching a handful of people right now, which just means I'm meeting with them and helping them with their stuckness. But I feel like we all get stuck and, but rarely, rarely when we feel that way, do we ask for help? Rarely when we feel that way, we, we feel like it's unique to us or something, you know, and we, and we think we've got to, we've got to fix it on our own. And that feeling of being stuck is universal. Like, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter if uh, you grew up in a rich family or poor family, or you're addicted to heroin or you're not, or you're, you know, you're, you're, you're killing it with how much how much you're accomplishing or not. Like everyone has seasons, moments, and days where they just feel like I want to get to this next place, but I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get there. And yeah. uh, I think that's significant. And and really, I think what spurred this, this thought on for me too, is just thinking about, you know, you and I both work at the refuge and we're, we're, we're working with a staff of people that are trying to encourage and help men that are coming out of um, pretty severe addiction, typically to drugs and alcohol. And, and I just think about the guys in the first couple of days, cause we're, you know, we, we offer a 13 month uh, residential program and then obviously they can, you know, stay on in what we call project 614 in sober living housing and with, with a high level of accountability and community. But when guys first come in, especially that first week, um, it's really, that that's where most folks leave, right? Because they're in a state of, of being stuck. I mean, that might sound like a light way to say it, but, but I'm, but I think it is helpful to make it, I think as simple as possible. And I do think that's what it is. 
at the end of the day, I'm stuck. I, I, I want to be somewhere else. Like I want to be in a different place than where I am. And if that wasn't the case, they wouldn't have come in the refuge. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, there's something in me. There's something in them that wants to change, but I'm stuck. Yeah. And I can, and I keep going back to the places that I don't want to go because there's a sem- sense of hopelessness. There's no other way judgmental. I'm just, I'm seeing everything that's wrong with me and the people around me and just dread all's lost. What's the point? Why even try, right? I've done this before. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then.